It's that time of year again. It is WrestleMania season. So for this week's episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, I decided that I was going to do something similar to an episode I did around a year ago at this time, and that is the Ultimate WrestleMania card based on previous WrestleMania matches. Enjoy the show. It's time! Are you ready? Let's go! Guess who's back? It's Johnny Cadillac! Let's start the show! And welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac. And guys, I tell you what, this I get so giddy this time of year. It is WrestleMania season. It's early in the road to WrestleMania. I keep thinking about, you know, what how our story's gonna progress from here. We still have Elimination Chamber coming up, but where where are we gonna get to get to WrestleMania? And you know, sometimes my expectations are bigger than what the WrestleMania uh, plans end up panning out to be, but a lot of times the WrestleMania plans <laughs> exceed my expectations of how they, how they end up panning out. And it, it's just so exciting to be a part of and watch the journey along the road. And this year's no different. You know, I was, you know, I talked about it on the previous episode of caddy chat wrestling talk podcast a little bit when I had Kimmy Sokol on here and just the way that the plans seem to always be Cody Rhodes against Roman Reigns. And then they had that curveball in there where all of a sudden you were thinking it was a rock against Roman Reigns just to come around and it's still Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. And the way they went about it made, in my opinion, made Cody bigger than he's ever been before. So exciting. And I can't wait to see how this road continues as we head up to the grandest stage of them all. WrestleMania 40, WrestleMania XL. So, Around a year ago at this time, as I mentioned, I my 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 brain just constantly thinks well it thinks about wrestling quite a bit and it thinks about history and it thinks about key matches and I like to put some ultimate cards together. I've mentioned on the uh previous Ultimate WrestleMania card podcast where myself and my best friend Mike Campbell, we used to put together pay per view specials and we would We'd watch these eight matches in a row. And shout out to my friend Sam Davidson. I remember a year ago when I talked about the Ultimate WrestleMania card. She's like, hey, is there any way you could create a YouTube playlist of uh, these matches? So, you know, kind of watch them in order as if you were watching a an epic WrestleMania. And I haven't. But, Sam, that's a great idea. Maybe I should look into this because here we are a year later. And I once again have the Ultimate WrestleMania card, and it's uh, based on previous WrestleMania matches. Again, some of the rules. Uh, one pre-show match, and then eight matches on the normal card. So I guess you could say this is back to, of course, a one-night extravaganza. Maybe maybe in a future Ultimate WrestleMania podcast episode, I do a two-night extravaganza. But once again, for this year's, it's a one-night special. And I mean, this is the second time I've doing this, so... <laughs> Maybe 35 episodes from now will be different, but to, uh, or sorry, 34 episodes to kind of match what WWE did, but you never know. 
Um, because I think I could easily do a 16 match, uh, two night WrestleMania Ultimate WrestleMania card special. Um, so no one wrestler wrestles more than once, and there's got to be a women's match, at least one women's match. In this case, I once again have one women's match. Um, and then added to this year's Ultimate WrestleMania card is I didn't want to repeat any of the matches from last year's WrestleMania card. Of course, you're always welcome to go back to the archives of past episodes of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast and listen to that and the explanations I gave for the the match card of last year's Ultimate WrestleMania WrestleMania card. Um, But yeah, I will go ahead and quickly go through and say what they were. Last year, the pre-show was Neville versus... Austin Aries from WrestleMania 33. Then you had Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10 on the main the opening match of the main card, followed by Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins from WrestleMania 31. Charlotte Flair versus Asuka from WrestleMania 34. The Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian in the triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000, a.k.a. WrestleMania 16. You then had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man Randy Savage from WrestleMania 3. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. Miz and John Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny from night one of WrestleMania 37. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17 was the main event of last year's card. So, again, you're welcome to go back and listen to that episode if you want to. Um, again, I, I kind of give my thought processes and why those matches meant so much to me or why I put them on the card last year. Um, here are those reasons. But none of those matches will be repeat. This is a new WrestleMania. It's a new Ultimate WrestleMania card. So here we are with Volume 2 a year later, and we're kicking off the WrestleMania experience, the WrestleMania Ultimate WrestleMania card with, of course, the pre-show match, which is... Uh, Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander to determine a new WWE Cruiserweight Champion from WrestleMania 34. I remember when WrestleMania 34 was happening, going into that, they had this massive uh, Cruiserweight tournament that was more than just the competitors from 205 Live to determine a new Cruiserweight Champion. Of course, Enzo Amore was a Cruiserweight Champion, and he got released from WWE as champion, so they needed a new champion. And they had this awesome tournament. It was so much fun to watch. So many great matches that culminated in the new Cruiserweight champion being crowned at WrestleMania. And I remember Ryan Johnson and I watched each round of uh, each match of this Cruiserweight tournament. It was was a way for us to get back into watching 205 Live, at least for that time being. And we just hoped, and we really hoped and hoped that this match, this Cruiserweight title match, would make it onto the main WrestleMania 34 card, and it did not. And we felt bad because we knew the competitors were, man, they're going all out. They're having incredible matches. They deserve the spot on the WrestleMania 34 card. But the last 205 Live wasn't as big as Raw or SmackDown. So they were given they were given a spot, but... It was in the pre-show. Now, I remember there's three matches in the pre-show. There's the Women's Battle Royal. There's the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And there was Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, 
And so they at least had that, I guess, as the main event of the pre-show. It was the last match of the three. And it didn't disappoint. Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali put on a cr- an incredible match to crown the new Cruiserweight champion. And again, we just wished that it made it onto the main WrestleMania 34 card. I understand why it did not, but still a match that's worth rewatching. Great match that night at the kickoff show of WrestleMania 34. And as a kickoff show match, the pre-show match for this ultimate WrestleMania card. Going into the main card, then we're going to kick off with Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. The opening match of WrestleMania 33 to be the opening match of this ultimate WrestleMania card. Um, I remember with WrestleMania 33 in particular, I remember the matches that I enjoyed the most was the kickoff show match that year between Neville and Austin Aries. And then the opening match of WrestleMania 33 with Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. Great way to kick off WrestleMania 33. And yeah, it was hard to follow. It really was. I thought, you know, Jericho's talked about how frustrated he was with the fact that him and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 33 ended up being match two. Um, I thought they still put on a great match. But to me, the best match of WrestleMania 33 was Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. I don't think really anyone followed that. Um, and then, I, again, I, I'll include... Include Austin Aries and Neville in the discussion, but that was a pre-show match. But the card itself, Shane McMahon and AJ Styles delivered, and so that's what's kicking off this ultimate WrestleMania card. Match number two, Rey Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes, WrestleMania 27. I feel like WrestleMania 27 in so many ways is going down in history as one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. It's, it's a number of factors into that. I think a big one being that The Miz was in the main event and won the main event of WrestleMania 27. But yeah, it just seemed like it was a disappointment in comparison to other WrestleManias. And I I feel like the best match of the night that night was honestly, it was The Undertaker versus Triple H and their no, hold, no holds barred. Even though The Undertaker got hurt early on in that match and uh, it was awkward to watch at times, but despite everything, it was still a great match. And... I felt like if there was one other match that could really bring an argument on what could have made, what factored into why WrestleMania 27 could have been considered great, it was Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. The two put on a great match, and I feel like in the previous iteration of Cody Rhodes' WWE career before he left and eventually came back, this could go down as one of Cody Rhodes, if not his greatest WrestleMania match. I feel like the two WrestleMania matches he's had since he's been back have been better, but this was still a great match for Cody Rhodes at the time. A big win against, I mean, Rey Mysterio was a legend at that point too. Now he's a WWE Hall of Famer. And so, yeah, I definitely want to give some love for Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio, WrestleMania 27. The third match on this card is probably the most sentimental match to me in WrestleMania history. I've talked about it on this podcast before, I believe, but it is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins from night one of WrestleMania 37. I believe, honestly, in many ways, I think that that was, it was my favorite match of the WrestleMania weekend that year. Um, Again, sentimental reasons, but I thought they delivered. I thought they gave exactly what Cesaro was needing at that time. 
Um, there were some other incredible matches at WrestleMania 37, and of course, WrestleMania 37 is known for being an emotional night anyway, as it was the first time in like 13 months that they actually had fans at a WWE show, or at, yeah, at the WWE event. And then, of course, they went on for another few months after WrestleMania with back to no fans and just in the Thunderdome. But it was it was much more than that to me. Uh, the first WrestleMania I ever attended in person was WrestleMania 28. And my friend and I, we went to a couple different showings of WrestleMania Fan Access at the time. And at that time, they had some FCW matches, and they said the stars of tomorrow. And the first FCW match we watched was Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. And we weren't familiar with either one of them. I remember we were rooting for Cesaro because Seth Rollins was from Iowa. We didn't know anything about Seth Rollins. We didn't know Tyler Black before then. And we just being from Nebraska, we had to root against the guy from Iowa because, you know, Nebraska and Iowa are rivals and everything. So we had to go for the guy from Switzerland. Let's go for Cesaro or Antonio Cesaro, as he was known as at the time. Again, not knowing anything about him. He was definitely the heel in the match. And they, they had a fun match. And then I thought it came full circle for me years later when I go to a SmackDown event in Lincoln and the main event was the WWE champion at the time, Seth Rollins against Cesaro. And I said, okay, they said the stars of tomorrow. This is literally the main event of a show I'm attending now. And I believe Seth Rollins was WWE champion at the time, but I guess it wasn't quite full circle enough because then they go and eventually have a WrestleMania match and Cesaro I feel is one of, if not the most underrated star in WWE history. And it seemed like around WrestleMania season, he always just kind of got overlooked that eventually left to, led to him leaving the company and hoping to make a bigger name in AEW. And you know, now a former, former two time ring of honor champion since joining AEW. But I digress. I think Seth WrestleMania 37 for Cesaro was a proving ground moment and should be a highlight of his career. Cesaro and Seth Rollins, I believe, are very close um, as friends, you know, behind the scenes. And it was just a great moment. It was a great match. I thought both men delivered, and Cesaro got the much-needed win. I just wish it would have went to culminate in more. But I digress. It was still an incredible WrestleMania match. Match three of this year's Ultimate WrestleMania card. Match four, Edge versus Mick Foley in their hardcore match at WrestleMania 22. Such an incredible match for that time. It was, it was you know, Mick Foley needed to have that WrestleMania moment. He felt like he hadn't really had one up until that point after the legendary career he did, and he just needed that one more WrestleMania match to really shine, and that's exactly what him and Edge went out and did. A very brutal, very bloody match, but so much fun to watch. So match four of this year's ultimate WrestleMania card, Edge and McFoley hardcore match, WrestleMania 22. If, as if the first half of this WrestleMania, ultimate WrestleMania card wasn't big enough, I feel like the beef is really in the second half of this card. Some heavy hitting matches for sure. Big matches in WrestleMania history. And we start with match five. Ric Flair defending the WWF Championship against the Macho Man Randy Savage from WrestleMania 8. You know, on a WrestleMania that, for the most part, was kind of completely disregarded. I feel like 
eight and nine were some of the two of some of again that people would look at the as the worst WrestleManias in history. But WrestleMania eight, there was one match I feel like many people say really stuck out, and that was Roddy Piper and Bret Hart. And it was a great match for the Intercontinental title. But to me, the match that stole the show was Randy Savage and Ric Flair. You know, I know they were the original plan was Flair and Hogan at WrestleMania 8, and who knows how that match would have been if that's what they did. But Savage Savage and Flair delivered. They had an incredible match that night, um, and then a wild brawl afterwards. Uh, very, I guess, underrated in WrestleMania history as well. I feel like it doesn't get talked about. It should be talked about more. It doesn't get talked about as much as it should when looking at WrestleMania matches in WrestleMania history. So the WWF Championship, Randy Savage and Ric Flair, WrestleMania 8. And then match 6. <laughs> you know it's WrestleMania. And one key name in WrestleMania history is The Undertaker. You know, at last year's Ultimate WrestleMania card, it was him and Shawn Michaels still to this day. My favorite match in wrestling history from WrestleMania 25. So I'm like, okay, what Undertaker match really sticks out to me is one of my favorites. And there's a few, but the one that came to mind for this one is um, The Undertaker versus Kane, their first encounter at WrestleMania 14. Um, you know, Kane was, especially then, he was a spectacle coming in and the baby brother of The Undertaker and what he did to The Undertaker. And the two of them put on a great match, made Kane look really strong and even... Even the finish when the Undertaker got the victory wasn't wasn't so decisive. It looked like under, uh, that Kane was essentially kicking out of the tombstone right after, and um, so I feel like Kane and the Undertaker, their first encounter at WrestleMania 14, really needs to be in the discussion in the discussion when talking about the great Undertaker WrestleMania matches in history. And for that reason, is on this Ultimate WrestleMania card for this year. Match 7. From last year's WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for at the time was the SmackDown Women's Championship. You know, it was... I was really looking forward to their match at WrestleMania 36. They were building it great between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. And then the pandemic happened, and that was one of those matches I felt bad for the most that they weren't going to have any fans for. And they they didn't let that stop them. They went out there, and they had an incredible match. It's just you didn't have any fan reaction. You couldn't hear any fan reaction because, you know, there's no crowd. And to me, I think that was definitely the match of the night, or the match of the weekend for WrestleMania 36. I know many people would say AJ Styles and The Undertaker and their Boneyard match, but... You know, I, I was looking for a wrestling match. I wasn't looking for a cinematic match, and Rhea Ripley and Charlotte brought it. But then they, three years later, have a chance to redeem what was there at WrestleMania 36, and they did so just with with just that at WrestleMania 39. You know, I, the uh, 2023 awards episode where I had Des, Des Lorraine, Destro, the Eskimofo on, and we, we talked about matches of the year for WWE and AEW. And that was my 2023 match of the year was Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. So I definitely think it needs to be mentioned in 
this Ultimate WrestleMania card. And frankly, very well could be my favorite women's match in all of WrestleMania history. Again, a good match. They definitely had redemption for not having a crowd at WrestleMania 36. Rhea Ripley gets her revenge from her loss at WrestleMania 36. At WrestleMania 39, an incredible match. Do yourselves a favor. If you haven't seen it, go see it or watch it again. So good. Um, and, you know, it, it had a point to prove. It wanted to be the main event of night one. And, of course, the main event was, I felt, was the right call with the Usos against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens that year for the night one main event uh, based on the stories that was going on and just making history because there's never been a tag team title match in the main event of WrestleMania before, and that was the perfect opportunity. But, you know, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, they had a point to prove on why they should have been the main event. And I feel like their match did end up being better than than the tag team match. Although, so I think WWE made the right decision on what the main event of night one was. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair said, okay, if we're not going to make be the main event, let's at least go out there and have a match to show why we should have been. And the match they delivered can definitely state that claim for sure. So up to this point, Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander as the pre-show match. Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles from WrestleMania 33. Rey Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes from WrestleMania 27. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins from night one of WrestleMania 37. Edge versus Mick Foley in a hardcore match, WrestleMania 22. Randy Savage versus Ric Flair, WrestleMania 8 for the WWF Championship. Kane versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 14. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship, WrestleMania 39, Night 1. And the main event of this year's Ultimate WrestleMania card. There's two matches I can think of in WrestleMania history that I feel is could be considered two of some of the greatest matches, uh, main event matches of WrestleMania history of all time, um, one of which is Sentimental Value. And I'm not going to talk about that right now. But the other one, I, you know, is disregarded by many because of one of the competitors in there. But Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit versus Triple H, WrestleMania 20, an incredible match. Um, Benoit finally, after so many years, after 18 years, finally becoming world champion. I mean, he held the title on his way out of WCW, but they didn't really want to count that because that was kind of a, uh, a last-ditch effort trying to, for WCW to try to get Benoit to stay. And so, you know, I'm not going to say it was meaningless, but there definitely wasn't as much value, as much merit to that title run um, or that title win. But WrestleMania 20 delivered, and the three of them put in on an incredible match. And again... It's unfortunate how things ended for Benoit in regards to the wrestling history, just in many ways being erased. But this match was incredible, and to end it within such a beautiful moment with Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit in there after so many years for both of their careers, and they're the champions of the company, and the fireworks that came, fireworks and the confetti that came down, it was. Uh, an incredible moment that, again, it's just it's sad that doesn't get talked about as much anymore because of, of well, we, we all know why. But the match was so good, and for that, I will make it the main event of this year's Ultimate WrestleMania card. 
against Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit versus Triple H for the world title, WrestleMania 20. And that is this year's ultimate WrestleMania card. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you want to have the time and somebody wants to make a playlist, by all means, that's a, that's a card I came up with, and I, I want to watch it. I feel like there's some things missing from this card. We don't have an Intercontinental title match. We don't have any tag team matches. Again, there's vi- so many big big names in WrestleMania history just not on this card. Maybe I should try for a two-night special on, on a future episode. But, again, you all are encouraged if you want to and make your own Ultimate WrestleMania cards based on past WrestleMania matches. This is a lot of fun. It's just a chance for me to go crazy with my wild imagination. So even though there's many things missing, I feel like there's many things on this card yet that still deliver, that still make it for a great great event. I'd watch it for sure. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope, you know, if you feel like this is missing something, if you like, feel like something's out of place here, let me know. I, I always want to hear your your views as well. But I I think this is a something that's fun, and a, of course, everyone's encouraged. If you want to, you know, expand your creativity and come up with your own WrestleMania cards, I'd love to hear them. If you want to send me a list, because um, you have hundreds and hundreds of combinations you can use. This is just the one I wanted to go with for this year's card that was different. From last year's card. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. This is another episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. Guys, there are big episodes ahead. I'm not going to mention them now, but stay tuned. Be watching the social media posts. I'm so excited for what the future of this podcast is going to hold, and I can't wait to deliver it to you guys. But until next time, we will see you then. Have a good day, everyone.